0: The captain, the, captain licks, flicks, flicks. the captain, Talks Flicks. the captain, talks flicks. the captain, talks flicks. TV sports flicks. the captain, talks flicks. the captain, talks flicks. the captain, talks flicks. the captain, talks flicks. the captain, 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 the flicks to the Captain Talk Flicks podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez. And this is where we talk flicks. I walk in the podcast to podcast. So, meet the Captain, we talk about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you see on the two board screen. I like to get on here and give my unique perspective. Because after 44 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a unique perspective about this movies, TV, sports, and flicks. I like getting here and tell you about it. It's just maybe Just maybe you care And according to the stats It looks like you do care I want to give a big shout out to France Afghanistan We got plays over there this, this week I appreciate that Gracias, gracias Now France, You guys produce one of my favorite shows of all time The Bureau I love the Bureau I love the French language The French language just sounds so beautiful It just sounds elegant it just sounds like beauty. Bravo to you guys, France, over there with your beautiful culture, beautiful language, beautiful cuisine, niche way If you don't remember these podcasts, I made a niche way salad. Courtesy of France, right? And Afghanistan. Oh, Afghanistan. You guys are so awesome as well. You guys the lands that will refuse to be conquered. I dig that. I can appreciate that. Props to you guys. So props to France, Afghanistan. Appreciate the plays over that this way. And um, just FYI back in the day with school Bay radio TJ, but I never got a job I might mean, not have had the willpower I might mean, not have had the strength maybe I wasn't nurtured well from people which I didn't have confidence so I never became a TJ. that could be it that could be how it's possible but whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if became what or not now in 2020 I do podcasts and that has allowed me to become the greatest podcast in the multiverse. Subject to debate. It may be true, it may not, but I like to believe it's true. Maybe there's a little bit of delusion of grandeur. <laughs> Maybe it's a little fantasy. Maybe it's true. I don't know. I just said on the internet, and whatever's on the internet must be true. So it's got to be true, right? I don't know. Whatever it doesn't really matter. I'll let me stop, Rand. Looks like I've run my mouth quite a bit here. Let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, the days are counting down. Christmas time is almost here. And since Christmas is almost here, why don't you give the gift of music? Yours truly, Captain, is not only the greatest podcaster in the multiverse, but also I do sonic art. I do like weird experimental spoken word. I do hip hop. I do a lot of different stuff. I'll put the link below to my artistic sonic pieces. And you know what? A lot of it's free. You can just download it for free. Download it for free. You put on a little uh, USB stick. Give it to your uh, whoever for Christmas. Your lover, your son, daughter, grandmother, grandfather. Oh, that'd be awesome! With your grandfather, that'd be cool. I really, it'd be really interesting to hear grandfather hear my music. <laughs> so, anyways, I'll put the link below, and you can hear my audio awesomeness and give it away for Christmas or keep it for yourself. You know, just listen to yourself, whatever. I'll put the link below, check out my art, and now let's get on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was ever a question about Star Trek being back, if you ever doubted in your mind that Star Trek wasn't back, if you had that thought for all these years that Star Trek wasn't back, it wasn't good enough, it wasn't making a cut, it's not good like the old Trek. It's okay, have you ever had those thoughts? You, sir, ma'am, have just been proved wrong. I dare you to watch Star Trek Disco Unification 3 and not sit and say it's bad Trek. I dare you to say it. You go watch Unification 3, Star Trek Disco, and you come back and you tell me Star Trek is bad. There's no just no possible way. If you are a Trek fan from back in the day, you can't watch Unification 3. And say Trek is not back, baby, because it, it's well. First of all, it's been back to me, but there might have been some doubters out there who was like, "Hey, Trek's not like it used to be. It's not. It's not like it's not good enough." Unification Three from Star Trek: Discovery was like an old TNG episode. It was like if I felt like I was watching an old TNG episode. It felt so TNG. It was. It was. It, 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 it um. There was some Easter eggs about the old shows. There was some uh, some new information about what happened after some of those shows. It's one of the best episodes of Disco to date. It's fantastic. It's great. I dare you to not say it's to say it's not. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Go watch it now. I highly recommend you watch it a million times. Go watch it. Unification 3. Or first watch uh, Unification um, Parts 1 and 2 of TNG and then watch it. Or just watch you by itself, wherever you want to. Do. But Star Trek is back. So anyways, I'm about to get into some spoiler part of this. So enough for the non-spoiler. Now I'm about the spoilers. I'm gonna go into detail about a certain part of this. Well, first of all, the whole show is dope. The whole there's so much going on in the episode. It's so dope. But I just wanna get into a certain scene as a personal. The kind of it's just, I felt personally. You know, a lot of times I go personal with ease and give. What is it, uh, was that it anecdotal? I don't know what the word. But, you know, I'm just going to give a personal story because it really connected with me in one of these scenes. The whole show did, but it's really connected with me. So, the, so anyways, in uh, Unification 3, uh, basically, the Star Trek Discovery crew, the disco crew, has got to go to Vulcan to retrieve some information. And when they get there, Vulcan's not Vulcan no more. They found out Vulcan's not known for Vulcan no more. It's actually called Navarre. Because the Vulcans and the Romulans have finally unified. And if you watch Star Trek for a long time, you know there was talks of unification in the next generation. Spock tried to get that going. And now in the Discovery 930 years in the future, they are not unified. So it's Michael's got to go to the planet and she's got to get this information. But to get the information, she invokes some ritual or some thing, some ritual type Vulcan thing. And I can't remember the name of it right now. But they have to do some Vulcan traditional thing, so she could try to get at that information. So she goes through this ritual or this, this, this thing. And, and, and what I want to talk about is the interesting part. Is that oh, oh by the way, uh, Michael um, reunites with her mom. Now, if you haven't watched the show, I apologize. I'm um, really kind of talking. People who have seen the show, but if you haven't seen it, try to file, Try to try to make it interesting for you guys as well. Anyways, Michael Burnham is the main character of the show. She separated from mom last season. And now she's reconnected, but her mom is a is a practitioner of absolute candor, and she is her advocate in this this ritual they gotta do. Right, so they go through this bat they gotta go through this like battle of like verbal logic. She's gotta convince them of her scientific arguments. It's a lot. I'm about to go into a bunch of detail. Basically, she's gotta talk to some people, and she's gotta convince them of something. And her mom is there to help her with that, right? That's what's going on in the, in, the scene, in this particular ritual scene, right? She's trying to get the information. She's got to talk to these people. She got to convince them of something to get the information. And her mom is her advocate, and they have to convince these people, these, these other these Vulcans and Romulans, right? Because they're the ones that hold this information have the ability to give this information to Michael, right? Okay. But in the scene, with her trying to communicate to these people. The the, the 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 to communicate ideas to these to these Vulcans in the To get them to give her the information. Her mom calls her out, it's like You know, you're not truthful. And she calls her out on all her night you're not being out you're not completely being honest here. You're not you're not you, you may say that, but I deep down you that's not the truth here. You gotta you gotta you gotta find that truth. find that truth, you gotta express that to them, you know what I mean? And so uh her mom, um, with her absolute candor attempts to Help her get there, right? She 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 helps her there in a in a almost combative type fashion to get to that truth that she's been looking for. So she can convince these people. Now in that scene, it's a very powerful scene in that Vulcan ritual. In which she's when she's expressing her ideas about the uh, meaning of the Federation, the current status of the Federation. Her current mind state, just her current mind state in general, right? Now, what I found very interesting, where I found some, where I could connect to it, is I felt that I've went through that a little bit similar, where I was not a hundred percent truthful with myself, and I had somebody help me see that. would they helped me with that, like they they kind of did what what um, Michael's mom did for her. Was done for me in in sort of that sort of way, and when I was watching the scene, I could I really could identify that. I said, "Oh, I've 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 kind of I've kind of took I've kind of did that a little bit. I I, I kind of you know I was kind of lying to myself a little bit. Was able to find the truth and stuff by by this person helped me out, right? So I I felt that scene a lot. Some of those words she spoke, like I felt that. It's interesting I talk about I talk about the shows all the time. A lot of times the characters I can identify with certain scenario situations and the dialogue is almost like it's speaking to me i talk about arrow arrow quite a bit obviously i'm not a vigilante i don't fight crime but a, a per, the personality of arrow in me is, is very there's a lot of alignment there and a lot of the lines and the situ, the, the scenarios and the, the thought processes through all the seasons of arrow i could really heavily identify with Michael Burnham in this scene was another example of, like, man, I've I've thought those thoughts. I've spoke those words. And I I can't be the only human being that watched Star Trek Discovery that felt that. And I love it when shows, like, I can see myself in them and I can connect with them. I love that. It's so awesome when the, when the, the entertainment, the creativity does that. So interesting when that happens. And when that scene was so powerful, because I could connect with it so much, and just I've saw those words, I've thought those thoughts. It's so crazy. I'm just a regular dude that does podcasts, live in the Midwest. You think how could that, how could it connect with that? Because these stories are so human. It doesn't matter if they're on a starship. It doesn't matter if they're in space. I heard through years in the future. The story of Trek is the human story. All through Trek, all the movies, the TOS, the Next Generation, the. Uh, all the other iterations, they're human, they're emotional. And even though they're 930 years in the future, Michael Burnham, she's a woman, I'm a man. And they're in the future, they're in a the starship. I'm just a regular dude that does podcasts in the Midwest, gets groceries, most lawns. But somehow, some way, because the stories are so human, I could connect with it. And that is why Star Trek is so great. The writing's so great. The acting's so great. The show's so great. Somehow, all the Things align everything that needs to align, align aligns, and they put out fantastic product. So, like I said, the jump you may have thought slept on Star Trek Discovery, said, Hey, it's new track, it's not real track, blah 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 blah. Right? You watch Unification 3, watch it, and you come back and you tell me it sucks. There's no way you'd be able to do that. There's no way Vulcan logic would dictate that to be illogical. You my friend, if you come back and watch Unification 3 Disco and tell me it sucks, that's illogical. <laughs> no, I, I know I'm sure some people won't like it, but it it was really superbly good. And let me just about discovery in general. Okay, we all can we all can say one wasn't that great. I think the consensus season one is not the greatest. Season two was so much better than season one. It was really good. I really like season two. But okay, let's say season two wasn't your cup of tea and it wasn't quite there. There is no way you're going to watch season three and say it's not that good. You can't. I dare you to try to do that. You can't. And if you are, man, you just might be just an old stick in the mud that's not open to new experiences and change. I'm sorry. it might be the case. Because this show is oh, its everything I knew it would be and could be. We are back. If you ever thought we weren't back, we never were not back. But if you thought we weren't, we're back discovery is so dope oh my gosh i'm so passionate about trek again so lovely and then one last thing i want to say like there's a scene in unification 3 where they show a clip from star trek connection next generation of spock in the episode unification i don't know if it's part one or part two i think it's part two and they show him talking and they say it's like from the picard file like once i saw that i just lost it I just lost it. It was too much. Spock, Picard, Picard uh, Easter egg, uh, you know, name drop. It was too much. But, oh, my gosh, track is so good. If I could just go on and on about great shows. Oh, so, these episodes have been so great. So great. Oh, and, yeah, and also, Tilly got promoted number one. Hey, there go way to go, Tilly. <laughs> Michael got promoted last week. Tilly gets promoted. She's the number one. Number one. Tilly is number one. So, yeah, anyway, show was great. I could go on and on and I won't. We'll cut it short. I had a lot of caffeine, so I could probably talk like for hours. In fact, earlier today, I was talking for hours. I probably could have put a podcast on talking I did today. But we're going to cut it short. I think we're at about uh, 15 minutes here. I just want to say go watch Star Trek Disco. Go watch all Star Trek. Star Trek is great, it's phenomenal. I was just chatting with someone on the gram, telling them how great Star Trek is anyone that wants to listen to me, I will tell you how great Trek is. Trek is what the world needed then. It's what the world needs now. It's what the world always needs because it's always positive stuff getting peddled, getting told, getting shared on Star Trek. So live long and prosper. Boldly go where no one's gone before. And I'm um, signing off. Yeah, that's it. Gracias, gracias for the listens. I appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you. Do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.